0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Future Cast on the Player Profiler YouTube channel and podcast network. If you're listening on YouTube, click that like, click the subscribe button. We're going to be jumping into all things college football, 2023 NFL draft. Talk about the 2024 and the 2025 classes as well, because we're in the heart of the college football transfer portal window, the 45-day window that goes until January 18th. A lot of people are jumping in. There's a couple of crystal balls. Projecting where some guys are going to be landing as well as National Signing Day just a week away for the high school class of 2023 featuring Arch Manning, the great Arch Manning, Malachi Nelson, among others. We'll dig into all of those things as well on this week's Futurecast episode and then the next episode on the Futurecast, so stay tapped in next week, the week of Christmas, we'll be releasing the 2023 NFL rookie rankings on PlayerProfiler.com. Keep your eyes out. Quarterback wide receiver, running back and tight end. A top 50 will officially be released next week, and I will do a recap show on the future cast here for you, the people. For the, Again, the 2023 fantasy football rookie rankings. Stay tapped in, baby. We're here all season. All draft season, and it ain't even started yet. We're, the bowl season starts in just four days. Just four days from now, December 16th and 17th are the big days for the college football bowl season. Jump on the Angel Fire app today. Angel Fire in the App Store. Go over there, click the link. The link will be in the description below. Angel Fire's giving away over a $1,000 in contests this bowl season. All you have to do is download the Angel Fire app, go to Featured Contests, and pick the games. $0 entry and they're giving away over $1000 on Angel Fire. Angel Fire is a social gaming app. It's a brand new app. That's why they're giving away free money cuz they just they want you to experience the app. The app has been updated and iterated many times by the awesome people over there at Angel Fire. That's what makes college football bowl season so fun is picking the games, winning money, enjoying it. It goes so fast because there's so many games on the early end of this. And then go into the Christmas season and the holiday season. Go over to Angel Fire, download the, the Angel Fire app today and join the featured matchups, which is the college football bowl season and pick all 40 of the matchups. Play against myself, play against the Podfather, come beat us and, and win some cash for nothing. Win some cash for nothing. But we're going to jump in right now to the college football transfer portal. That is the big conversation right now in all of the college football landscape. Of course, you have the big quarterbacks. You can start at the quarterback position in the transfer portal right now. Devin Leary is kind of the linchpin at the quarterback position. There's looks from Florida, Notre Dame. Those are two of the most co- conversated situations. Florida just received a letter of intent from a quarterback in the 2023 freshman class. DJ Umgelele has some interest from uh, Arizona State, Arizona, Oregon, and also Notre Dame as well. There's a little bit of Florida tickling around in there, but mostly it looks like he's going to go back to the West Coast. The number one prospect by a lot of people's names in the portal right now is Ladarius Jefferson, an offensive lineman from Arizona State. He was a captain in 2022, and he has started 29 games on the offensive line for the Arizona State Sun Devils. And he's going to Michigan. It looks like they're going to be playing him at tackle. They're going to try to work him out at tackle. And that's where he's going to best clarify in the NFL. Um, Denver Harris, a cornerback, number one player at the cornerback position, was suspended at Texas A&M. He is looking to jump in the transfer portal. And Colorado, it's kind of a play in words there, Denver Harris, be interested in Colorado. He was also recruited by a bunch of SEC schools, namely Auburn. And the tier two schools in the SEC, and that's why he went to Texas A&M in the first place. The big one that came down that's non-quarterback in the last 24, 36 hours was Jaheim Bell, tight end, whom I talked about last week being the number two tight end in our rookie rankings. That's why we haven't released him yet because we've still had these players that are declaring. Again, for the NFL draft, you have until January 16th to declare. So we have just over a month where players can sit and declare, Go in, go out, whatever, whatever happens. That's why Bo Nix is on the weight. But Jaheim Bell and Marshawn Lloyd. Marshawn Lloyd was a running back that I really wanted to come on this class. He had a knee injury a couple years ago, and he just he hasn't had that season yet. Butte hasn't had that 1,000-yard season yet that he wants, so he went back. Jaheim Bell, I thought he showed everything he could show at South Carolina. They played him a lot at running back, a lot at H-back, not as much a tight end as they should have. That's probably why he wants to transfer get a better spot. He leaves South Carolina. And goes to Florida State. Just as soon as he signed with Florida State, Marshawn Lloyd jumps in the transfer portal to leave South Carolina as well. It's very interesting to see this happening after South Carolina finishes the season on such a hot note. But they're losing a couple of very important players. Also back to the quarterback position outside of Devin Leary leaving North Carolina State in the transfer portal right now. DJ, like I said, ukulele. Hudson Card is that other quarterback that we're kind of keeping our eye on. Jeff Sims, I mentioned him last week, a hyper athlete quarterback from Georgia Tech. Not the most accurate quarterback. He's currently crystal balled for Nebraska to play quarterback there. Kyron Drones, uh, a heavy 230 pound running, 230 pound quarterback from Baylor, didn't really do a lot in his time there. It's going to Virginia Tech. Austin Reed, the quarterback that transferred up from D2 to Western Kentucky, now from Western Kentucky to Louisville. He transferred and he's going to Louisville. That's the projection there. And then Brett Gabbert, he jumped out of the transfer portal. He's going back to Maryland, sorry, back to Miami, Ohio as well. The other ones that are still in the transfer portal: Brendan Armstrong, the left-handed quarterback out of Virginia, has not chosen a spot yet. There's no Crystal Balls there. And then there's the guys that are older and and still on the list for you know multiple times to be on this list. Keaton Slovis back in the portal as well, like we talked about before. Uh, Graham Mertz leaving Wisconsin. And the big one was JT Daniels. I don't know. He's been in the transfer three or four times now. I'm not sure where he goes if he goes back to like Cal Poly or something in California. That would be my expectation for JT Daniels. I'm not really uh, worried about that one. The one interesting one was tight end Rivaldo Fairweather, the number two tight end in this class. Fairweather is from Florida International, and he's transferring up and it's looking like an Auburn, uh, a Maryland type of situation. Rivaldo is a very athletic tight end. He was on the Mackey watch list. He's a guy you're going to need to be watching for into 2024 draft class, 6'5", 245 pounds, played three years at Florida International, over 800 receiving yards and five touchdowns. If he can get into a, a, a team like an Auburn or like a Maryland with a quarterback, somewhere with a quarterback and an offense that will utilize the tight end position, um Rivaldo Fairweather will be a a player and a name to know in the 2024 class as well um, as some other wide receivers that that signed already in the transfer portal and that is Theo Weiss going from Oklahoma to Missouri Missouri of course um, has Luther Burden from the last uh, from the last recruiting class. They get Theo from Oklahoma. He never really broke out. Treshawn Holden, the big 6'3", 6'4", wide receiver from Alabama, uh, proven that he can play at the SEC level, transfers to Oregon. Oregon's been a very interesting spot right now. Justin Flo, the five-star, number two overall prospect just a few years ago, uh, enters the transfer portal on the defense. Uh, Noah Sewell's going to enter the NFL draft. Bo Nix is going to play in the holiday game, holiday bowl game, but they're not sure if he's going to go to the NFL draft or not, or if he's going to return in 2023. But anyways, they get Treshawn Holden. That's why DJ Yungalele is, is kind of rumored to Oregon. That's why there's thought that they could get a quarterback at Oregon. It's because they don't know if Bo Nix is going to go or stay or what he's going to do. So that's going to be something uh, we have to watch for, as well as Dante Cephas. Dante Cephas, another wide receiver the, the the rumor right now is is he's at Kent State. He's been there for four years. From a from a prospect standpoint, this is not something we love. We would have probably much rather seen him come out. We created his player page uh, after the 2021 season. He had over 1,200 yards at Kent State as a as a uh, third year sophomore, and then this last year as a fourth year junior, he goes for 744 yards, averages over, over 15 yards per reception, has three touchdowns. It, it's like. In 2021, he, after his third season, he 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. Like, what was the expectation to come back? Like, you weren't just going to go for 1,700, 1,800 yards. He regresses down to 745, three touchdowns. So now he enters the transfer portal. And the rumor is he's going to stay in state and go to Penn State, go from Kent State to Penn State, because they're trying to convince him that he can be the next in line, I think the next Jahan Dotson, the next Chris Godwin. So Dante Cephas, C-E-P-H-A-S, not Cephas like Cephas Cephas from the Detroit Lions. Quintez Cephas. It's Cephas C E P H A S. No relation to Quintez. Again, like I talked about, Devin Leary. The, the big rumor is Auburn, um, Hudson Card, Notre Dame, UCLA is also in the mix for Devin Leary. South Carolina is rumored as well because they're not sure what Rattler's going to do. But I think Rattler's probably going to stay as well. The, the, the interesting thing is that Auburn could completely revamp this whole thing if they get Leary to come in there, and then somehow they get Revoldo Fairweather to come down. Maybe they grab a receiver. Auburn could be a team that you see. Kind of like old miss last year. They get a new quarterback, they get a new running back, they get a new receiver. You know, Tank Big Tank Bigsby is leaving Auburn for the NFL draft. He just declared on Monday. Auburn could be a completely new look with Hugh Freeze down there at, at the head coach position. As we move through the 2023 transfer portal, uh, I know it's it's rather depressing whether you have your thoughts on the transfer portal or not. It's a it's just a it's the new age of college football, and it's it's kind of unfortunate just because of the opportunity that the timing of everything is what's really unfortunate is the fact that by the end of the year, the teams that know they're going to fire their coaches have to fire their coaches. And then those players are jumping in the transfer portal and they bring in a new coach and they bring in an offensive coordinator or on other teams, the offensive coordinators and the position coaches are leaving, and they have to bring new people in, and they recruit. The, it's just everything just gets mixed up so much, and now you're adding on the transfer portal as well, where the transfer window opens up in the early December, when you have championship weekend, you have bowl season, you have declaring for the draft, now you have national signing day as well on twenty first to the twenty third of, of December. It's just a very hectic time of year for college football. Uh, but that's, that's what makes it fun. That's why we're rolling, rolling out these episodes is just to put these names in your ear and, and so, so you know these names. And if you are a college fan, then you're just getting updated with this information. Like we've talked about LJ Johnson before. Uh, he's still in the transfer portal as well after four years uh, of eligibility. There hasn't been a lot of movement at the running back position, but at tight end and receiver, that's kind of where we kind of have focused. And I've, and I've talked about the mainstays, the main guys of conversation, Jaheen Bell, Rivaldo Fairweather, Dante Cephas have been the main guys of conversation. Um, the other one is Dominic Lavette. He's 5'10", 165 pounds. He's leaving Missouri. So we talked about just a minute ago about Theo Weiss going to Missouri. Now they lose Dominic Lavette. That's another top-end uh, recruit right now in the transfer portal. Uh, I'm going to move on over to the December 21st to 23rd National Signing Day window where you're going to see the likes of the next phase of of players. So you're going to be talking about the 2026 NFL draft, uh, more likely. So the Arch Mannings of the world. I'm going to to bring this up right now. We're going to talk through some of the commitments and the rankings as far as the 2023 recruiting class goes. The big conversation right now is Cormani McLean. Uh, number one on some services, number two on others. As the overall prospect, the overall cornerback, he's six foot, two hundred sixty-five pounds. He committed to the University of Miami again. Arch Manning on two four seven is a point nine 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 recruit as far as the rating goes. Cormani McLean is a nine nine seven nine, committed to the University of Miami. He jumped ahead of Malik Mal- Malachi Nelson um, just a few months ago in the overall rankings as far as the ratings go. He's committed to Miami. But there's rumors of Alabama, but there's also other rumors that Nick Saban is just quitting, uh, quitting the recruiting trek on Cormani as if he's like locked in completely on Miami. He, again, is from Lakeland, Florida. So Cormani is committed to the University of Miami. Malachi Nelson and Zachariah Branch both committed to USC. They're both top five guys. The highest-rated player in the 2023 class that is currently unsigned is Damon Wilson um, from Venice, Florida. He's currently projected to go to Ohio State. He's also got interest from Bama, Georgia, and, of course, Miami. Another guy on this list that's very interesting is Mateo Ugalele, who's the brother of DJ Yugalele from St. John's Bosco, 6'5", 265 pounds. Edge rusher is a five-star prospect as well, top 30 guy. He has interest from Ohio State, Oregon, and USC. Why that's interesting, and Arizona's on this list as well. Arizona's cool right now. But the interesting marker is DJ Ungalele, the quarterback from Clemson, who is in the transfer portal, do they want to play together? Do they go and play together like they both went to St. John's Bosco? I know the age difference is there, about three, four years. Do they go to Oregon together? Do they go to Arizona together? I don't think DJ is going to go to Ohio State, USC, Bama, because the quarterback position is not exactly open for him to play. If bonix leaves Oregon, you could see DJ go there and Mateo or Arizona as well. Both guys could go to Arizona because they're from the area being from Bellflower, uh, California, and going to St. John's Bosco, both. I just want to emphasize the deflation now. Let's move into the 2023 rookie class. We've talked about the transfer portal. We've talked about the 2023 uh, recruiting class. Now I want to talk about the 2024 NFL draft class. Again, the 2023 class, I I don't want you guys to think I'm getting ahead of myself. The 2023 class, that show will be featured next week. Uh, the week of Christmas, because it's going to be completely broken down by the top 50 rankings uh, at the quarterback wide receiver running back in tight end position. We're going to have a top 50 that's going to go up and play a profiler already. Last year the rankings didn't go up until middle of January. Now they're going up the week before Christmas. I'm so freaking excited for that. I'm going to have a good week Good week this week going up to see Matt, going up to see Frank up in New Jersey and, and Connecticut and my birthday's on Saturday. I'm going to come back. I'm going to drop these rankings on Monday. And we're going to be just, ooh, baby, fully into draft season. Uh, the holidays right on the corner. Getting married a week after that. So we got a good couple weeks going up. but the content will not be slowing down at any time. So make sure you click that like, click that subscribe button on the YouTube. And if you are listening on podcasts, uh, click that five-star review. Give us a review. Shoot me an email, Cody at Roto Underworld. That's C-O-D-Y at Roto give me an email. Give me a mailbag question. You got a question you want to answer on the show, on the future cast, on the Undercovered Ops show, let me know. We'll answer those questions straight up. No bullshit. Appreciate you guys. As always, leave a review, like I said, and drop me an email. Now, comparing the 2023 class to 2024 class is something that I want to do right now because the conversation is always, well, next year's class is better, but this year it's better than last year at the quarterback position, right? Because last year, what do we know? We know we had Malik Willis. We know we had Kenny Pickett. And that was basically all we were really interested in was Malik and Kenny Pickett. We Kenny Pickett was probably the most pro-ready. Malik had the most upside. Desmond Ritter's there. Corral's there. Sam Howell's there. Of course, you had Zappy. It was a guy of interest. And then Carson Strong at one point was in the conversation. Now, that class had one first-round pick with Kenny Pickett. This class in 2023 much more talent at the quarterback position. Bryce young. Uh, we've talked about this one before. If he was 215 pounds, I've had this conversation with so many people. If he's 215 pounds, it wouldn't even be a question. The comps of like little Russ or stronger, better armed drew Brees would be 100% hands down. It wouldn't even be a question who the quarterback one is in this class because Bryce young's talent level is so much better than Stroud, Levis, uh, Anthony Richardson, etc. Now, the reason that I'm pr- I'm not going to have Bryce Young as my first quarterback in the rankings is because of just that. Plus, you bring into the fact that he's undersized as far as the height goes, as far as the weight goes. One, we've seen the you saw the hits that that Mike White took this weekend, that Tom Brady took this weekend. Those are hits that Bryce Young cannot take on a consistent basis for 10 years in the NFL and last. And so we've seen this year after year with quarterbacks going to teams with bad offensive lines. You're seeing it with Kenny Pickett right now in Pittsburgh. We need to see where Bryce goes. I love Bryce. I just, again, again, I don't love the size. C.J. Stroud's the other guy that I've talked about before. I think he's a great processor. I think he's got a good arm. It's not great. It's not too strong. He's not very mobile. It depends where he's going to go, but I think he can win games in the NFL, and he can last for 8 to 10 to 12 years like a Teddy Bridgewater, hands down, no question. But the most, almost, I would say probably the most upside due to arm strength is Is Will Levis. Will Levis' arm strength right now, he's not even in the NFL yet, is top five in the world. Uh, And that's next to Josh Allen, that's next to Herbert, that's next to Patrick Mahomes. Will Levis' arm strength is in that conversation. He can move, he has mobility, and he has the Brett Favre factor where he will sling the ball. All three of these guys are first round talents. Anthony Richardson can be in that conversation as well because of his age, because of his speed, because of his size 6'3, 230 pounds. He's probably going to run the 4'4'5 area. An epic athlete. Again, a mixture of Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton, and Josh Allen with Lamar Jackson's contact balance. That's what Anthony Richardson is. But the question is at times he can progress through reads, at times he can't. Completing around the 50th percentile in completion percentage is not good for Anthony Richardson. He's going to be on the borderline. I'm, I'm, almost stamping that he's going to be a first round pick because people are going to want that fifth year option at the quarterback position for a guy like that, that they can, they can bring along. It's going to take him a couple of years, I think to be an actual, you know, a high end quarterback. We've seen Jalen hurts take a couple years as we get by. We've seen uh, Jalen hurts um, kind of become what he has become. Lamar Jackson wasn't as good of a passer as he's now. He was never the great passer, but he's as much as he is now, uh, it took him a few years as well. Hendon Hooker's the other one of interest. Torn is ACL, 25 years old. I'm not interested in Tanner McKee. Did not take the next step up. The two other guys in this conversation are Jaden Daniels and Bo Nicks. These are guys that are going to be second, third round picks. They have some upside, but they're, you know, Jaden Daniels is undersized. But the 2024 class, and I rambled about the 2023 class for so long. The 2024 class is special. Caleb Williams just won the Heisman Award. Michael Penix could have came out in this draft class. He's staying back at Washington. They're going to win 10 games again next year. KJ Jefferson is a literal mini Cam Newton. He's going to run a 455-465 area at, at Arkansas. Devin Leary entered the transfer portal. Of course, he's had injuries the last few years. Quinn Ewers, special talent from Texas. We need to see him take that next step. Tyler Van Dyke at Miami, another pocket passer that can move, didn't take the next step. He could have came out in this draft class as well, didn't. DJ Ngalele, whatever, whatever. We'll see. We'll see what becomes of that. Uh, Kyle McCord from Ohio State's kind of the deeper sleeper guy um, at Ohio State. That is, is he gonna take the job because CJ Stroud is gone. Is he gonna take the next step up? And JJ McCarthy um, from Michigan is another guy that we've seen late in the season. He's a true freshman. Uh, growing through the process, Jackson Dart, Drake May, like the class just has an endless amount of talent. And I think when you're looking for, you know, what always happens is that we have like eight, 10 dudes, and we end up with three or four, but the quarterback class in 2024 is going to be so much better than it is in 2023. And even from 2022, it's going to get better and better each year. Now, what everybody wants to hear is the running back position. It's Travion Henderson. It's Braylon Allen. We've heard about this for the last few years. Will Shipley's in there. Will Shipley uh, is a running back from Clemson. He might be the most electric out of these guys. Some, some obviously some etn in there. Some McCaffrey in there. Things like that. But it's Travion. It's Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen's your your Dylan type. Travion Henderson is your Dobbins. Your um, your I mean I guess Dobbins. He's your he's your Dobbins type. He's he stayed, he's at Ohio State, same as Dobbins. Brilliant Allen's closer to AJ Dillon. Shipley is gonna be your Camara type, your McCaffrey type guy. Um, LJ Johnson in the in the transfer portal. We're gonna see where he's gonna go. And then Donovan Edwards is another running back that's a little bit further down from Michigan. You saw that big game against Ohio State just a few weeks ago in that big game when Blake Coram went down. Little bit deeper down, some people know this name, Raheem Rocket Sanders. We do have an article of on player profiler from Raheem Rocket Sanders in the Devi Diamonds page. Raheem Sanders from Arkansas is a very interesting prospect. Now, the wide receiver position will the wide receiver position be able to live up to the 2023 class is a big do- drop off in comparison to the last three classes. But 2024, when we finally get Keisha Butte, who should have been the wide receiver in this class, Marvin Harrison, Jacory Brooks. Xavier Worthy, Emeka Ibuka, it's loaded. Ajayi Hall, if he takes that next step back up. You're talking to JoJo Early, who's transferring right now. Like, the, the 2024 class has me so much more excited, and we're going to dig deeper into that. Brock Bowers, Jaheim Bell's going to come out in that class. Eric All from Michigan. Jatavian Sanders from from Texas. Like, there's a lot of players to still grow in this process. The 2024 class is a whole, right now. Of course, we always lose guys year after year but I think the 24, 2024 class is going to be the one that is a culmination um, of being better at every single position than was the 2023 and the 2022 class. Every single position, 2024 will defeat 2023 and 2022. That means I'll take 2024 over a combination of 2023 and 2022. That'll do it, though, for the future cast on this fine Tuesday be sure to tap in every single week. Click that like. Click that subscribe on YouTube. I am Cody Carpenter. You can find me on Twitter at Carpenter NFL. Like I said before, bowl games are this Friday and Saturday. They start up big time. Download the Angel Fire app in the App Store. In the description, there's a link. Join Angel Fire today. Come compete against myself and the Podfather and Dario and win over $1,000 on Angel Fire. The 2023 classes let us down, but we're going to stay here for the next six months we're going to grind through so we can find the diamonds in the rough. Stay tapped in. I appreciate all of you guys.